a.m. Uh, every week, uh, Zach, uh, part of our team who sits in a little darkened studio, oh. puts together the highlights and lowlights of the week. I kind of feel like we should let him get some more sunlight after listening to the, <laughs> this week's oh, edition. Dear. Take a listen uh, to What A Week. Guys, what a week. Now, it doesn't take a genius to know that nobody's perfect, especially not us. Everybody makes mistakes. And no, I'm not talking about big, fat screw-ups. Just little whoop moments, you know? We all have them. Even the most perfect member of the team. Me. I'm kidding. It was Beck that c***ed up in Alphabuck. Starting with G, a fruit. A grape. A band. Um, Greta Van Fleet. A video game. Um, Game of Thrones. Oh, no, uh... All right, well, well, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. It might be a video game. So I had never heard of Greta Von Fleet. But it turns out that is a video game. Michael, you've won yourself a thousand dollars. No, that's a band. No, that's a band. That's a band. Oh, fantastic. Oh, well thank done. You so much. Come on, Rebecca. Rebecca, come on. Oh, gosh. Sorry, Beck. Did I scare you? I know how you feel about scary stuff. I hate horror movies. I remember watching um, Hannibal. I thought I was going to pass out. Really? Wolf Creek was another one for me. <laughs> what? That. what was it called again? Okay. Hey, I Wolf get it. has I get an it. L in it. Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking of different movies. This is a movie about someone who can't say wolf. <laughs> and this is where Limo joins the oop party. Wolf on, you beautiful weirdo. Hey, I wonder if your cyber spam alter ego can say wolf. In this digital world of ours, you really have to keep an eye out for fake accounts online. There is a fake account using my image. They haven't gone with Limo. They've gone with Charles Cabbage. (laughs) And also, the bio line just says, now available. (laughs) I did message them and say, what was your shortlist of names? I've got it here. Tell me what you think. Uh, They could have gone with Malcolm Mushroom. (laughs) Uh-huh. Gary Gherkin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ray Radish. <laughs> Ray Radish. William Wasabi, Terry Turnip and Sebastian Sweetcorn for the fire. <laughs> Bring those silly hackers to the oop party because Charles Cabbage has to be one of the stupidest memes of the year. Now, who are we missing from this party? Oh, no time to think about it. Cosy looks like he has something important to say. I'm standing at the urinal and uh, there's a poster on the wall and it says, register as an organ donor. And very important message Absolutely. because Indeed. I'm an organ donor and I think everybody should be. And if I have a car, you can chop me up into a million pieces and take what you want. It's all yours. I have dreamt about it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. I got a little carried away with everyone else's psychotic laughter. Well, Cos, it looks like you can join the party now. You made the mistake of trying to bring a serious subject to this silly, silly show of ours. What's that? Serious subject matter isn't lame. I'll show you what's lame. We're looking for Adelaide's lamest ever muck-up day. Rachel in West Richmond, what'd you get up to? We could dress up as what we wanted to be when we grew up and we could have lunch for the teachers and that was it. Oh, my God. Oh, lunch for the teachers <laughs> is pretty lame and dressing aspirationally. Wow. That's great, Rachel. Rachel, you get over to this party stat. You went to the wrong school, but that qualifies you perfectly for our oop party. You get around here and... God, guys, I found something. Oh, God, it's huge. Oh, this this was a huge mistake. Why did the Crows pick this anthem? Do you remember, like, you know, back in the day when the song used to be different for the Crows? I would like to propose that the start of this song sounds a lot like Port Adelaide's current song. Oh. Okay, listen. We've got the power to win. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Rebecca Moore. We're seeing Court Hinkley. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right, well, that's it. Um, anyone have anything else to say? No? Uh, anyone want to show support to the crows and, like, make a crow noise or something like that? Woof. Not even close, mate. See you next week, guys. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Well, yesterday after work, I did a spot of babysitting. Uh, it's not babysitting if they're your own kids. No, it wasn't it's my baby. parenting, Beck. No, I babysat my friend's eight-month-old baby. What? For an hour. Oh, my God. What, is there an emergency with your friend? What happened? Is she okay? What? Did a drop and run? She went through a long list of family and friends and settled with me. Well, that's the thing. I was speaking to another friend on the way home. She said, what are you doing today? And I said, oh, I'm babysitting. She laughed so hard she could hardly speak. Yeah. She's like, you babysitting? Yeah, she I goes, can't. you're Did the least maternal person I know. I can't even picture you holding a baby. three of my own children. I managed to raise three kids to reasonable levels. When the baby was left with you, was it a drop and run or was it a case of, okay, Beck, are you sure you're okay with this? Did this and lady then know? Did they go through a really long checklist? Yeah. How did it go? Did this lady know that you had her baby? <laughs> or were you just like at Foodland and saw a baby that was really cute? I didn't snatch a baby. It was one hour. I doesn't thought, make any sense. Why would you let could... someone that's got a segment called Mum Farm Monday have your baby? <laughs> For a baby. Now, the issue, as any mum of babies will know, that eight months is peak separation anxiety time. Like I can do a newborn where you just have to change nappies, sort of pat, but at eight months, they want their mum and they don't want anyone but their mum. Yeah. So mm. we got about 10 minutes of him sitting on the mat and I read a book and did we said it did peekaboo and I'm like, I've got this. Anyway, you could kind of see it dawn on him. He started to look around and yeah. then he looked at me and that's like, mm. that's not my mum. Mm. The bottom lip went mm. and oh, he screamed. Why was like, he screaming, I want Sandra Sully back? <laughs> tears, snot. Everything. So I picked him up and I patted him and I thought I'm going to, and she said he's due for sleep. I thought that's okay. I'll get him to sleep. Can I ask you a question? Oh. When it's like that, do you text the mum saying he's carrying on? Oh God, no. Yeah, no, don't do that. No, 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 no. It was only an hour no. and she's in Pilates. What? It's her time. No. So when the, you say you picked the baby up when the baby was screaming. Yes. Because what I'd imagined is, you know, that <laughs> footage of Homer Simpson where he just backs away into a bush. Oh, yeah. some bushes and slowly disappears. Well, I just abandoned the baby. No. So the baby screamed for a good 15 minutes. Anyway, Grace was home. I don't want her to be ready for motherhood yet, but she said, why don't we put Bluey on? So we put Bluey on. He's still screaming and he stopped for maybe 10 seconds. Right. And I'm like, oh, we've got him. No. Nope. Started screaming again. I'm pacing the house. I'm mm. taking him outside. I'm putting yeah. him back down again because I think maybe he doesn't like being held. I tried everything. And the screaming is because I'm holding him right in my ear and I'm getting kind of like rattled mm. by it. I, I felt bad. I felt guilty. Like I couldn't deal with the situation. Where where was the <laughs> mum at this point? She was, and were you tempted to get no, in the car and drop the baby back to no, mum? No, it was one hour. I thought, I can look after a child for one hour. I've had three. Anyway, I walked out of the room. Grace changed the channel from Bluey yeah. to New Girl, which is where I saw the clip of the guy trying to say oh, woof woof. I yes. bring the baby back. I'm, I'm, I'm desperate. I, I, I didn't know. Anyway, the baby starts watching New Girl. You know with Zooey Deschanel? Have you ever watched it? No. Anyway, finally, he stops and he's transfixed by Zooey right. Deschanel on New Girl. And then he just miraculously, his eyes start to droop mm. and he just falls asleep 
on me. Well, so After 45 minutes of screaming, he just wanted to watch New Girl. When yeah. he fell asleep, were you telling him one of these really long-winded stories? <laughs> Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Hey guys, you know I love a list. I'm big on a, I'm big on a list. Yes. Pop quiz, you two, head to head. What about this one for you? It's Limo's Lists. Well, a woman has left prison in Brisbane and has souvenired the canteen menu. Okay. Uh, so these are all the things you're able to purchase whilst in prison. Mm. And what's surprising about this list are the prices of some of the items. Okay. Now, can we just clarify, two. and you guys might not know the answer. In prison, you get like an allowance, hey? Like, would yeah. they get an allowance that they could spend, which is quite low, like... Look, I don't really know, but I well, I know this particular person, this woman, was earning. It's described as earnings because yep. a lot of people work inside prison. Yeah, uh, one hundred and fifty dollars a week. Okay, yeah, Good. I think your allowance is based on where you work in the yeah. laundry or the wherever Whether showers, making number plates, whatever it uh, whatever it might be. Anyway, chip and rock, chip and chip and rock on a chain gang. So a two hundred gram tin of Milo. Now on the outside. That's going to cost you $4.50. Okay. What do you reckon it's costing you on the inside? Oh, well, is it higher or lower? Are they getting well, I'd a, say lower. a, dis- a discount? Mm. Okay, I'd say yeah. the, I think quite low. I could be like uh, $1.20. All right, I'll go $3. Uh, $3.93. Oh, okay, so cheaper, they do get though. a bit of a discount. Okay. Cheaper. Inside. Maybe who's, they're who's buying from Costco. Mm. All right, what about this one? Rice crackers on the outside, they cost you $2. The what outside. do they cost you on the inside? <laughs> The rice cracker. Dollar fifty. Dollar fifty. One eighty. Oh, dollar thirty. Very close, Beck. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me give you one more here. A Kit Kat on the outside. Two dollar Kit Kat. What are you paying on the inside? Uh, you get treats on the inside. Yeah, sounds like <laughs> it. How are you going to straighten out if you're getting Kit Kats discounted? Because <laughs> if I was doing time, change your life. I'd rather a healthy canine so I could lose weight while I was in there. You know, you may as well, if you're going to be locked up, you may as well come out 15 yeah, kilo less. Rehabilitated I, a new bod. Because you've got no hope. There's Tim Tams and Cadbury chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah. You know about this. $1.20. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the Kit Kat, $1.45 on the inside. Yeah. Uh, for the Kit Kat. So it's quite an extensive shopping list. Could, uh, could like, for example, you know, this afternoon, could I swing past Yatler and, and you know, use some of these well, low prices? <laughs> well, given how cheap it is, I, that would be nice to say, hey, I'm just heading down to the prison. Do you guys want anything? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> uh, these are very reasonable prices. But you know I'm going to have to have a cavity search, <laughs> but I'm going to save $5 on the weekly <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, you got a glove ben, on this there? This is your 10th visit to the prison this week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a number of items, though. There's a lot of items on this list, mostly day-to-day uh, food-type items or personal uh, care-type items, toothbrush, toothpaste, etc. cetera. Mm. Um, but there's stuff missing off this list. I mean, if you were in a prison, what are some of the things you'd like to see available on the shopping list? Mm, hacksaw? Uh, well, hacksaw. Uh, oh, hacksaw is two for five dollars. Uh, chopper. <laughs> Count me in. What about a hacksaw already inside a birthday cake? Oh yes. <laughs> uh, it could be uh, a map of the prison. Yeah. That'd be handy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what about a rope ladder? There's no <laughs> rope ladders on this list. Oh yeah. A uh, mobile phone, a chisel, like helicopter like hire. Series one, two, three of Prison Break. <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast.
Oh, guys, you know what I love the most about reading the advertise every morning here when I get to SAFM? It is the... Oh, the apologies. Oh, yeah, the apologies. Oh, yes. yes. In case you're not familiar with it, basically, if a company makes a mistake, it seems to be a lot of, like, mm. Coles, Woolies, or, like, supermarkets. Mm. That's pretty much the only ones I really see. What do you got? If they make a mistake in their catalogue, whatever, they have to put an apology in the paper. This one's quite big. Look at that. Look how much room that takes oh. up on the, on the page. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's a big apology. Uh, it says at the top, in bold, apology. Mm. Next line, we're sorry. And I think that's just that admitting. I like that. Yeah. It diffuses yeah. the situation straight away. It was straight off the bat, you know, that Woolworths in this case have done something wrong. But what have they done that's so wrong that has, that has warranted such a huge ad in the paper? I read on. You might have noticed that we made a mistake in the Woolworths catalogue on sale Wednesday 19th of October. Mm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, a mistake. Done? What have they done? I read on. Ultimate's single protein cat food <laughs> on page 29 is incorrectly advertised as 85 grams. Oh, right. The correct pack size yeah. is 80 grams. Oh, oh God. <laughs> God those five Have they grams. really? <gasps> that's, that's what they've done. Holy that's what they're doing to people. Yeah, your cat's <sighs> going to be hungry. It, it goes on to say, mm. we apologise for any inconvenience <laughs> caused. Now, let's unpack this. Thank you, Woolworths, for being so yeah. upfront and open. You've incorrectly advertised the 85 gram cat food as 80 gram. Mm. Yeah. What inconvenience did that really cause? <laughs> let's look well, at that first. Did someone's cat get skinnier as a result of this? Uh, someone could have been sent down to the shops. Mm. So let's say Kel mm. said to me, mm. go to the shops. I want you to buy 850 grams yes. of cat food. And I would have looked at this and said, well, that I just need to buy 10 packets. Mm. Yeah. 10 packets. And then I'd go and buy 10 packets, i get home, and she would say to me, mm. that's only 800 grams. Mm. I asked for 850. And mm. I'm inconvenienced. Mm. And I'm, I've inconvenienced yeah. you. How does this mistake get picked up as well? Has someone gone home and they've looked at their catalogue and gone, oh, this is 85 grams of cat food. It doesn't, doesn't feel like 85 <laughs> grams of cat food. You've got your pack in your hand, and then they just put it over the scales, and then bang. 80 grams. You ring Woolworths and you probably get a free $50 voucher mm. for spotting the area. And once again, the Cats of Australia. The Cats of Australia have made their choice. Where you've been talking. The Cats' choice. Wouldn't have happened back in those days. Oh, they don't make jingles like they used to, do they? Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. In radio, which we've all been doing for a couple of decades now, um, when we have a caller on air, we always say, you know, we need to say, hello, we've got Aaron on the line. Mm. It's always, for some reason, it's always been this way in radio. It's always Aaron from Salisbury or it's always your name and your yeah. suburb. Yeah. And something that I've mm. really enjoyed over the past couple of decades is when the person's name matches their suburb. So mm. you might strike gold and get a Craig from Craigmore, yeah. a Blake from Blakeview, Christy from Christie's Beach. I always have just found that fun. Mm. So we've decided to do an event that is purely for people that have their names that match their suburbs. Hi, my name is... And I'm from... Beck, Cozzy and Lemos. My name is Party. From Blakeview, we've got who? Blake. Yay! Hey, it'll be From Andrew's farm. Oh, Good morning, Andrew. Yes! Were you named after your suburb, Andrew? No, the suburb was named after me, mate. Yeah. 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 Here we go. Matt has called in from Birkenhead. Who do you want to take to our party? Uh, my stepdad, Pete. Pete. Pete from Peterhead. Oh. Oh. Kathy's on the line. Good morning, Kathy. What do you got for us, buddy? Smith from Smithfield Plains. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So surname Smith from Smithfield Plains. Greg in Seaton. 
Yeah, g'day, I'm Greg, and my surname's Seaton, and I live in Seaton. Oh, oh, Dave in Clemzig. I've got a mate who's a fruit picker, Fijian bloke, Surrey. Yes, and where's he from? Surrey Downs. Oh. Oh. Sharon in Christy Downs, it's your hubby. Yes, Chris from Christy Downs. Oh. Chris from Christy Downs. Oh. Joanne in Manapara, it's your daughter, what's her name? Yes, Mel West from Manapara West. Oh, great. Oh. Let's go to the suburb of Virginia. Who am I talking to? Virginia. Oh. Oh. We knew it. <laughs> It had to happen. I just love this. Let's go to Maggie in McGill. Good morning. How are you? Oh, we knew there had to be a Maggie hiding in McGill somewhere. Let's go to Christy Downs. And who have we got? Christy. Yeah. 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 Amara in Fullerton. Who are you nominating? My sister-in-law. Her real name's Annette, but we call her Annette for short. And she lives in Netley. Oh, Oh, perfect. Netley. Love it. That's real niche areas too. We won't get any other Nets from Netley, that's for sure. It's happening at the Peninsula High Hotel next Thursday. Fun, quirky, different, a pub with a twist, Victoria Road, Taparoo. You might be listening at the moment thinking, well, you know, that's pretty easy going for the guys in there at the studio. Well, it's not. You know, there's a lot of tough calls that have to be made. We just spoke off air yeah. with uh, Dale, who called up from Angle Vale. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Dale. Uh, Dale, oh, yeah. you know, rhyming. we had to say no. Yeah. I mean, no. it rhymes and it's and Dale from Angle Vale is cool. Yeah. But you just, we just had to say no. And these Sorry, are the Gaza. decisions that are being made. Oh, my made. God, I hope it's on my ex, Dale. Oh, <laughs> is that the Dale? Dale dodged a bullet, Dale. No, dodged a bullet, Dale. Could be. Oh, Trying to told, get to a party to see me again. Right. Can't blame it. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. Okay, if off. that is you, if you're listening right now going, oh my gosh, my name in some way matches my suburb, call right now. We've got free tickets to give away. Thirteen ten sixty. The phone is running hot. Who have we got there? Glenn from Glengarry. Oh. Glenn from Glengarry, yes. Well, that 100% qualifies, and that is, is exactly the type of person we're looking for. Uh, have you always been from uh, Glengarry? No. No. Did you move there because of the name alignment? No, I moved there, bought the property, but didn't even stop and think of Glen from Glengarry. There you go. Well, we're going to celebrate you next Thursday night. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, we've got Yvonne in Craigmore. What's your surname, Yvonne? Good morning. My name is Yvonne Craig and I'm in Craigmore. Oh, yes. Oh. That's what we want. Well done, Yvonne. And, and did you uh, marry into that name? Did you marry into the suburb? How did you? Yes, yes, my husband's name is Dennis Craig. Oh, and you used to be Yvonne Blackwood. Uh, <laughs> Actually, if your name had been Yvonne Moore, you could have hyphenated into Yvonne Craig Moore. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Would have been perfect. Hey, Yvonne, we'll see you at our party next week. You need to get Yvonne at your fringe oh, show. Oh, yeah. really Thank laughs hard you. at your jokes. You You're a good, good laugh, Yvonne. We like you. Uh, okay, let's go to Matthew in Clearview. Uh, I assume it's not you. Who have you got for us, Matthew? Well, like you said, I'm in Clearview, but um, we live in Adelaide mm-hmm. as such, and, and my wife is, uh, her name's Adele. Oh, oh wow. Jesus. That's a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Hang on. a bit of a stretch. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so, Matthew, are you telling us that your wife is Adele from Clearview? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really uh, matching, is it? But well, <laughs> you know what? Let him come. Yeah, let him come. Yeah. yeah, come on. You're in, Matthew. You're we'll in. see you at the party. Thank you very much. Thank yes. you. <laughs> and just for the night, Matthew, don't tell anyone, but she's Adele from Adelaide on the night, okay? She's <laughs> in 5,000. I will. Yeah. yeah, very good. All right. Thank you, oh, mate. Thank you. And your name's Dudley Park. <laughs> <laughs> Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Dex Fits.
Swifties, set your alarm for 2.30 this afternoon when Taylor Swift's new album, Midnight's, and it's 13 tracks drop. Wow. It's going to be massive. Uh, she's so prolific as a songwriter. She's I just know. been churning the albums I, out, I, and I they're just, all winners. I just always picture with people like Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran that somewhere... Uh, somewhere in the world, there is a sweatshop of writers <laughs> that are getting paid a dollar a day just to no. churn out songs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So good. Uh, so basically, she's been very smart with the marketing in this. She's been drip feeding yes. the song names. She's had one of those little rolly things that has like ping pong balls in it. Oh, yeah. And she's been bringing track numbers out and then naming, naming yes. the tracks. She's released... Four different vinyl covers of the album, and if you buy all four, you can get a clock attachment, and it turns into a clock. So, of course, my 13-year-old's all about that, but I only let oh. her buy one, oh. so she doesn't get the clock. But pretty we average, have pre-ordered yeah, the vinyl. Pretty average clock. The other three quarters is Jimmy <laughs> Barnes and your music choices. Elton John. Uh, basically, the biggest uh, interest has been a duet with Lana Del Rey, a song called Snow on the Beach. So I can't wait to hear that. So, uh, yeah. My daughter is taking her AirPods to school and at 2.30, I don't oh, know really? what lesson she's going to be in, but she's not going to be playing, paying much attention. Uh, and then eight hours after that 2.30 uh, release, she's going to release her music video for Antihero. So lots happening wow. for Swiss, Swifties in the next couple of days. Okay, we brought you the bad news, uh, Cosy, that uh, the thumbs up emoji has been declared. Canceled. Yeah, well, cancelled, like actually declared aggressive. So it's, it's kind of like a Gen thumbs Z. down to the thumbs up. Absolutely it is. And also, I just want to be up to date with what's cool. I don't want to send a daggy emoji. Even even the red love heart is apparently uncool. How can love be uncool? Hmm. Well, I, these are the things I don't understand. <laughs> what's happening with Gen Z is here's a here's a note for Gen Z people, right, who get offended by these things. You can't change the meaning of things because <laughs> it for some reason upsets you. <laughs> You know what a love heart means? It means love. You know what a thumbs up means? It means okay. You can't just go, oh, all of a sudden I'm offended. It's offensive. Guess what? It's not. It's just not. You're wrong. Do you know what? I'm going to protest against this whole thumbs up being cancelled. What I'm going to do is I'm going to super glue my thumb to the mall's balls until it becomes cool again. All right. But what I wanted to know then, okay, so I can be hip hop and down with the kids. Of course you can be, yeah. What are the cool ones? So you have to use... The cowboy emoji. Oh, I do love that That's one. That's cool. But I don't know what it means, though. But it's just cool. And also, the blue baseball cap emoji is cool. But apparently it means if you send it to someone that they're a liar. Who defined oh. that? Why <laughs> yeah, is a blue cap a liar? And how are you supposed this to is know all, that? It's all made up. You know what the blue cap means? <laughs> blue cap. Yeah. That's what it means. Well, what's the eggplant emoji mean then? <laughs> All right, old man. What's the male equivalent of a carrot? Because I feel like that's what you're being today. <laughs> you're being a real Brian. Kevin. Brian. I'm being a Brian. Brian. Get that Adelaide feeling. With Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss has been in trouble since she tried to implement tax cuts and sent the market into turmoil. And a, a tabloid paper in Britain set up a webcam on a head of lettuce with a blonde wig on it to see which would last longer, oh, wow. Liz Truss or the lettuce. And the lettuce is not oh. at all wilted, oh. yet Liz Truss. Oh, oh, that's so funny. British tabloids are pretty funny, pretty pretty brutal. Uh, Liz Truss announcing her resignation. I cannot deliver the mandate 
on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. 44 days, six weeks into the job. Poor King 44 Charles. 44 days. Do you, yeah. Like, do you get a payout or something? Like, you've done 44 <laughs> no. days. Do you calculate like, how much annual leave you've accrued in that time? Oh, no. Uh, and I, don't forget, guys, I get like 0.3 of a day off <laughs> for annual leave. I haven't taken that. And, and also, suspect- one of those days is a public holiday for the Queen's, like, party. <laughs> She got to go to all those memorials, though. Like, busy time for her. She She's going down in history. Also going down as the shortest British PM in history. And we want to know, can you beat 44 days? What is the shortest time mm. you have spent in a job? Kurt from Elizabeth East, how long did you last? Uh, a whole three weeks. Ooh. Three weeks? What happened, mate? Uh, it's not the right sort of job. I was working for a telco in a uh, call centre. Yeah. Uh, people would ring up and wanted to extend more time on their bills because they couldn't pay for it. Oh, that's sad. Oh, yeah, mm. and uh, the telco wanted me to upsell other products oh. while they couldn't pay their current oh, bill. And it's no. like, yeah, right, no thanks. Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah. Good call, Kurt. Uh, thank you, Kurt. Let's go to Alicia in Greenworth. Alicia, how long did you last in your job? Oh, about two and a half days. Oh. What were you doing, Alicia? Um, I quit. I got offered another job. Um, half, halfway through my third day, and yeah, just up and quit on the spot and started another job two weeks later. Alicia, how do you have that conversation with your new boss? That after it was three days, really, it was really awkward. But I was just honest and said, "Look, there's no point you guys training me up for the next four weeks. So I'm going to be leaving in two weeks." And they're like, "Yeah, no worries." Did you get paid for the three days, or did you just I say, did. "Yeah, right." Yeah, right. Brenton in Andrew's Farm. How long did you last? Not even eight hours. Oh, oh mate, what were you doing? Uh, putting together a uh, lounge suite for Freedom, I believe it was. So it was the company making furniture. Mm. Not for you? Uh, I went in there, I got, gave, gave it a good shot till lunchtime, and they, they come out and they're stretching for five minutes. It was compulsory. And I thought, no, I can't handle this. I looked around the room like a, everyone else, like they're idiots. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, I, I, can't, I can't see myself doing this. Well, hang on. So, they made you stretch for five minutes after lunch. Yeah, so it was like a H&S thing, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I barely warmed up. <laughs> yeah, that is gold. Right, yeah, no, look, I get it, Brendan. I get I it. Couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't. If you guys said to me before the show we have to do a team stretch, that would be probably All right, enough. Let's bring that in tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> Should have bought in four years ago. Uh, uh, let's go to Jane in Osborne. Jane, how long did you last in your job? If I said an hour and a half to two hours, I'm probably exaggerating. <gasps> Jane. Yeah. Jane. And, what? And no, I was, um, look, I'm nearly 65, so it's about 50 years ago. My very first job after school, Saturday mornings, at the Hot Bread Shop in Oakley in Victoria, where I was growing up. Mum and Dad yep. were so excited, and I think they were excited also because maybe Jane's going to bring some bread home <laughs> <laughs> to feed all the kids. Anyway, I went in, um, no problem. It's busy as hell, this little shop. And I, they put me in charge of slicing the bread, oh. and there was no safeguards or anything. And you, they put it on. They oh. said, you put the bread at the back there, and when it comes out, you grab it. No. You know? Well, it looked like it was coming towards me, and I was I was only a young kid, you know. 
and I was so bloody oh sorry I was sorry. so scared I grabbed the bread and and I let it go the bread went everywhere and I was starting to cry and I said oh, man, oh, I'm out of here I always think that when I watch them at Baker's Delight how easily you could lose a finger yeah. oh yeah absolutely mm. oh gosh I always also think it would be a great way to dissect a block of chocolate. Oh. Just slide straight through there and grab it at the other side. Uh, thanks for your call, Jane. Let's head out to my old footy club, Freeling. Uh, Jamie, what happened, mate? Yeah, um, last about five minutes. What were you doing? Oh, wow. I uh, got offered a job at a fast food chain, done all my induction work and everything else, rocked up for my first shift. No one knew why I was there. <laughs> so they've called the, the restaurant manager. And they said, oh, well, we've overhired, so we don't actually need you. So can you just sign these papers and don't bother coming back? Oh, oh really? Hey, did you, Jamie, did you at least get paid for your five minutes? Uh, yeah, I've got minimum three hours, so it was good. You've only got to go through that rigmarole three times a day and you got yourself a wage. <laughs> That's a win right there. Hey, I think the greatest of all time, that has to be former NRL player Mal Meninga, who after he retired, was talked into getting into politics. Oh, yeah. This is his entire political career. This is his first ever interview, and this is it. This is his entire career. Why are you standing? A number of reasons. Um, I guess throughout my sporting career, I've had the, the urge to do community work, and I think I've, you know, I've really worked hard on that aspect uh, my 16 years in Canberra, and I was put on it as a... As, on the podium where I was just a person out there making sure that I was um, <laughs> I'm buggered. And then he sta- says sorry, stands up, and then walks out. <laughs> and that was him quitting. Wow. His entire political career lasted roughly 30 seconds. Whoa. He's probably still on the political pension, though. <laughs> yeah. Get that funny feeling in the morning. Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. Hypothetically, this segment is pathetical. It's pathetical, hypothetical. Oh, this one's so interesting. I put it up on my Facebook page the other day and it got 7,000 comments. And the comments that people were saying just blew me away. Okay, listen closely. And I need about uh, five people to call up. We've got movie tickets to give away, but you need to answer this question. And I'm going to start by asking you two guys. You can have $5,000 a week for the rest of your life but you can't talk to a sibling for 15 years. Do you do it or do you not do it? Rebecca Morse. Well, no, it's easy for me because I've only got one sibling. I've only got my sister, Christy, and no, I wouldn't take that money. Hope you're listening, sis. That's, Love you. I know you're the favourite with mum and dad. But Sorry, mate, just repeating, that's $5,000 a week for not, the rest of your life. To not have my sister life. in my life for 15 years, no. Oh, we've got, uh, oh, look at this. Beck's sister's just called through. She's on board. <laughs> she'll yeah, take it. She'll take yeah. it. <laughs> well, what about you, Lemo? If, if, I, if I said to you, mate, I'll give you $5,000 a week mm. for the rest of your life, but you can't talk to a sibling for 15 oh, you've years. You've got more siblings to choose from. Yeah, I've got, from a I've big got country family. I've got four. They live in the, the can't they are all around Where the river there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Now move on. Move on. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, can I alternate between them? No. No, no. no you got to pick one. Or, pick one and it's 15 mm. years. Mm. 15 years. We, we can still write letters to each other, right? Uh, I think no, that's okay. No, 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 no you can't. Out of your life. No communication years. at this all. This is why it's a yeah. pathetical hypothetical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. What would you do, Fiona? I would welcome that entirely, Cosby, and take the money because I already don't speak to one of my sisters and the money would just be an extra blessing and bonus. Oh, <laughs> ouch. Oh, Fiona, that's sad. 
No, it's not big. If you knew her, you'd understand. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, wow. And Fiona's getting five grand a week for mm. her trouble, so yeah. it's all good. Jeez. Oh, that's a, that's a Christmas right. dinner table I would be interested to be around. <laughs> all right, let's go to D-Raid in Morfitt Vale. Would you take the cash? I know it's going to sound cheesy, guys, but I definitely won't take it. I have three siblings, three sisters, and they're my best friends. Aww. And I know that, and I'm not doing it for them because I know they're not listening. So, because two of them live overseas, but we definitely keep in touch on a daily basis through social platforms. And uh, family's everything, for me at least. I don't know. Maybe people don't think that, but I definitely would not take it. No, nah, good on you, mate. Well done. $5,000 a week for the rest of your life, or... You don't, uh, but you have to not talk to your sibling for 15 years. Uh, Bree from Manopara West, what would you be doing? Uh, I'd be taking a five grand a week. <laughs> would you? Why? Yeah. Oh, I'm close with one sister, not the other. She's a little turd. <laughs> it is easier when you've got multiple siblings and you can choose one. And also, if you're not already talking to one of your siblings, yeah. this scenario is like, well, I'm not doing that anyway. Just money so. in the bank, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just, just bank the cash. Who's paying the money? Matter. Who's paying you this money? Yeah. This oh, yeah, I should have cleared that up. It's it's a prince from Botswana. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Mm. So it's mm. definitely on its way. Uh, Robert in Peterhead, uh, what would you do? Take five grand a week and not talk to a sibling for 15 years? I've already done it for over 20. I'd definitely take the cash, and the reason being is just an absolute dropkick. So for over 20 years you haven't spoke to your, is it brother or sister? Eldest brother. And, and can we ask what kicked that off? Um, just his morals and his values and just him in general, he's just a dropkick, really. Okay. Mm. Mm. Sounds to me like you uh, you deserve five grand a week. <laughs> yeah, now, exactly. We're putting up with him. Oh, my gosh. I feel like this is almost like a family counselling yeah. session. <laughs> Nicholas in Morfittvale, would you take five grand if you couldn't speak to a sibling for 15 years? Hey, guys, I'd definitely take that money. <laughs> All right. Describe your current situation, Nicholas. Oh, I live with my brother and my sister, and we just hardly talk. Like, I work nearly 10 hours a day for the week, and we never run into each other. They work nights. Just It just works perfect. <laughs> so you all live together, and you'd be happy to not talk to one for 15 years if someone dropped off five grand a week? Oh, I'd take that five grand and shut my mouth. Hey, <laughs> yeah, nice right. one, Nicholas. Good one. Fairly divided. Hey, interesting. What about you, Cos? Oh, yeah. Uh, me, jeez, I just don't think I could do it. I don't reckon. Mm. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, tempted. <laughs> tempted, but 15 years to not talk to your siblings a very long time. Okay, 10 grand a week. Uh, where do I sign? <laughs> get that Adelaide feeling with Bet Cozzy and Limo for breakfast. It's Limo's legend and loser of the week. Oh, it's been another big week, guys. But, Cos, let's kick it off with you. Any nominations for Legend of the Week? Well, I love good customer service. Uh, We went to the Hut uh, chicken shop up in Port Augusta. There was a boyfriend and girlfriend working behind the counter that gave customer service like I've never seen before. And they told us all about how they had other jobs and they worked really hard and they had all these aspirations. They were like 21 and 22. And it was just amazing. So they are my legends of the week. Did they give you free chips? No, 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 no free chips. <laughs> that would have made them double legends. <laughs> okay, very good. Look out for them in Port Augusta. Uh, I'm going to nominate uh, Powerball, 160 million Ooh, next week. Wow. That's showing on board. Finally, you could do something with 160 million. Um, I'm going to nominate also Ricky Gervais. He has fired up again his feud with James Corden. <laughs> now, James Corden has had a rough week. He's being outed as being a rude customer at a very popular restaurant in New York. 
Ricky Gervais does not like James Corden, hmm. and he retweeted uh, this clip from the Golden Globes. This, uh, yes. The world got to see James Corden as a fat p- <laughs> He was also in the movie Cats, but no one saw that. Um, <laughs> oh, ouch. Why do they hate each other? That's, I, I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, he's had a crack at James Corden in nearly every TV show he's ever made. Oh, really? Uh, Taylor Swift. I'm going to nominate for Legend Winter Album, Dropping Back. Uh, 2.30 this afternoon, Adelaide time. Uh, Midnight's is dropping. Okay. Mm. There right. we go. That is massive. And, Beck, I'm handing over to you for our Legend of the Week. Yeah, I want to nominate uh, Rosie, our Live Stress Free winner. We caught up with her this morning just to check in how the past week's been. I bought a pair of shoes on Friday. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> to celebrate. I love that. <laughs> um, but I did have a good thought this week. Um, I live in a small street and... We were um, talking about getting a defibrillator for our street. Um, After I heard an interview with the Yellow Wiggle, um, how a defib um, helped to save his life and that sort of thing. And this is what he was trying to rally to get more out in the community. So now, instead of us putting together as a street to get one, I'm I'm going to buy one for our street. Look at that. Putting her community first. Our legend of the week, Rosie from Manapara West. Uh, losers, plenty of people going around here. Jason Sudeikis, I'm going to nominate. Oh, uh, hasn't he been through enough? He lost his <laughs> wife in his salad dressing. It's been a rough week for him. James Corden, I'm going to nominate. The Bureau of Meteorology. Yeah, They've had a shocker this week. <laughs> they said, don't call us the bomb anymore. It's undermining our credibility. Because um, luckily, though, they've done a backflip on this. Yeah. Luckily, they've done it back. So we can keep our opener whenever we speak to Jenny from the bomb. Where in the world is this weather coming from? Let's ask, let's ask Jenny from the bomb. Got a good ring to it. Isn't that nice? Because for the last three days, we've had to use this. Where in the world is this weather coming from? Let's ask, let's ask meteorology duty forecaster and media representative Jenny Horvath from the Bureau of Meteorology, Australia's official weather forecaster. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But the loser of the week, I'm just giving it to British politics. Liz Truss, the PM, resigned overnight after just 45 days in the job. The shortest serving prime minister in the history of that country. And it was summed up beautifully by a BBC news reporter. The deputy chief whip was reported to have left the scene saying, I'm absolutely effing furious. I just don't effing care anymore. Before he resigned along with the chief whip. But we've just been told they have now officially unresigned. The home secretary has, however, definitely gone. In short, it is total, absolute, abject chaos. Wow. Yeah, good description. (laughs) Magnificent. Bring back Boris. (laughs) Back, Cozzy and Lemo. SAFM.